Hey, I'm Lisa, and welcome to In Pursuit. If this is your first time here, hello, I'm Lisa, and I'm your host. If you are returning, hi, thank you so much for coming back and listening to my episodes. I'm so, so excited to share today's episode where I actually sat down with Jada Jones, who is a content creator, dancer, actress, you name it. She is absolutely amazing and just all things creative. So she actually took a non-traditional path towards her career and went ahead and went straight into what she is doing now. So she did not go to college. And I think that on my podcast I like to talk a lot about education just because it's the space that I'm in and I'm surrounded by these amazing professors who I truly love learning from and just amazing people and I love understanding what other people are doing in the similar stage of life as mine but I don't get to show as much of the other side of things just because I am not there and so it was really nice to be able to bring on that perspective and if it is something that maybe you are contemplating whether to go to college or not and just wanting to know what it is like going straight to a career and straight from high school not getting an education not getting an undergraduate degree that's just a perspective that I can't offer and so I was really really excited to bring Jada on she actually has a whole series on her channel called the not in college diaries where she talks about these different things and she shares what she's doing currently so i'm gonna leave everything about her linked below her podcast which is Hikey adulting her youtube channel her instagram and you can go and check her out a bit further but i'm excited to be able to have her come on and share her story so i hope you enjoyed today's episode and thank you so much for listening Hey Jada. Hello. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks so much for having me on. Yes, thank you so much for coming on. And to start off, do you just want to go ahead and introduce yourself and talk about where you're at currently? Yeah, sure. So before this podcast even started, we were talking off the air and I already gave you the update, but just for the listeners. So my name is Jada Jones. I'm an 18-year-old content creator, model, dancer, singer, actress. I do everything. I lived in New York City. I moved to New York after I graduated high school and I just began my career. I didn't go to college and that's kind of my story. I'm back here in Charlotte as of now just because of COVID and everything, but so is literally everyone else. That's what my life looks like right now, and that's what we've been doing. (laughs) And how is it moving out of state to New York by yourself when you were straight out of high school, and what was that like for you, and how did you know that that was your move? I kind of felt immediately after graduating, because I graduated a year early, so I didn't just graduate with my class. Um, I graduated in 2019, which was honestly a good move. Looking forward, like, and realizing COVID and how everyone didn't get their senior years, I got my senior year, so it's crazy how everything works out. But it wasn't that scary to move to New York City. I think I've always had a pretty strong head on my shoulders. I've never really been scared to do things, which can be both good and very bad. (laughs) So what happened was that I got super bored immediately after graduating. I was like, okay, what's my next move? Like, because I didn't want to go to college, definitely straight out of school. I was like, okay, well, what am I going to do with this time? Like, I definitely want to move soon. I want to do something, but what is that? So 
I thought to myself, I was like, all right, how are we going to do something? And so I just talked to my parents. I was like, hey, I think I actually want to take a two week trip to New York City just to go. And they were like, okay, sure. Like my dad was like, sure. And my mom was like, but why? And I was like, well, I mean, if I'm planning on moving somewhere soon, I just need to be in either or of the places like LA or New York City. I might as well just go to New York City. It's closer to home. I've been there before. It might not be that hard because I don't need a car, that whole thing. So I went up there for two weeks in July of 2019. It was so fun. And as soon as I got back home, I was like, oh my God, I need to be up there again. I tried to contemplate how I was going to move up there and everything like that. And I actually just got reached out to by someone that I didn't even know saying that she needed someone to nanny for her while in New York City. And I was like, dude, yes. So we moved there together. It's crazy. It just happened like that. But I believe a lot in law of attraction and the things that you manifest and the things that you say positive about and opportunities will come your way. If you see an opportunity, I could have so easily turned that down and been like, oh, I'm not ready. But it was there and I took a hold of it and I just moved there. So it was a pretty seamless transition. I moved there technically alone, but I wasn't living alone at first. So it like wasn't scary at all. But I mean, I went on the subway by myself. I went around the city to get to auditions and all this stuff by myself. So I pretty much did everything by myself. It was just crazy. And I guess it just kind of happens when you're in that situation. You just do what you have to do. So it was never a question of like, oh, I'm scared. I can't leave my house. I really had to just do whatever I had to do to make it, essentially. It wasn't scary, I guess. (laughs) And have your parents always been supportive of your ambitions and what you want to do? I genuinely think that my parents probably saw me going to college. I mean, I saw me going to college as well, but it was one of those things where, oh, Jada has a strong head on her shoulders. I don't need to worry about her. Whatever she chooses to do, I know she'll be successful in. And that came a lot with me, like instilling that trust in them over the past how many ever years they knew, they know who I am as a person. They know my character. They know that like, I would do whatever I needed to do to succeed. So I feel like if it was any other child that they had, not my sister or anything, she's great. But like, it it was like any other person. Sometimes they might be more scared because they're like, oh, I'm not sure if she's ready to handle it. But for me, it was just never really a question. It was just about the support. So, but they've always been supportive of, of anything that I wanted to do. I do think my mom saw me going to college. I mean, she's an Asian mom, so definitely probably going to college but after I just didn't improve myself and just kind of kept doing what I'm doing now she was like that was kind of a good choice like go you. What are some other things that went into your decision to not going and do you see yourself going in the future? I'm not against education and higher education at all it's just it would have to be a strong reason as to why I would want to go. I wouldn't just go because that was my last resort. Like there's no reason to just kind of make a rash decision and just go if I don't know what I'm doing, in my personal opinion. I mean, in the future, like say I just really want to switch to a path that needs higher education and that I see myself going there, then I would. But I'm not against it at all, definitely. It would be just one of those things where I would have to sit myself down and be like, okay, this might be the good decision for me and then go with it. I'm not against it at all. But for me personally, I don't see myself going in the future. Things always change. So I'm not going to like tie myself down to something but definitely I just don't see myself going now because my career path doesn't really necessarily need that so I mean with acting and dancing and performing and content creating I also like start my own businesses and do crazy things like that so it's like I feel like that's my calling right now and if it changes in the future then so be it but I'm not against it yeah and how did you first get into these creative fields that you are in and how would you say you've evolved as a creator as a dancer as an actress 
Yeah, I went to an arts magnet school growing up. My parents didn't want me going to like my neighborhood school right down the road. They were like, oh, like, but they have a magnet's like elementary school where everyone around the like county can go. You just have to like put yourself in the lottery and then if you get uh, accepted, you can go. So I grew up surrounded by the arts. My parents aren't particularly like artists or anything. They just were like, oh, just put her there. And I think that that decision that they made honestly changed my life. I feel like I would be a completely different person if I didn't go to that school because that elementary school led to my middle slash high school where I continued dancing, continued acting, musical theater, all that kind of stuff. And while there, I just kind of kept going with the whole idea of performing. So performing never slid out of my mind or anything, but I did add on content creation into my life. And that was in eighth grade. And I was like, I just want to create stuff, whether that's just videos or something like that. I've always been a pretty like hustler on that end too, where it's like, oh, I want to make my own money. In third grade, I would like sell my drawings to people just to get like a couple dollars here and there and whatnot. So that was always the kind of mindset that I had. So I knew that whatever I wanted to do post high school would just work out no matter what. Maybe there's some failures along the road, but at the end, I know it'll work out. But evolving as a creator, you can literally see the evolution of it on my channel. You don't even have to question that. There's been a lot of growth just with the people that I watch as well, the creators that I surround myself with, the YouTube friends and the friends in real life that I surround myself with. It's always an uphill journey and like for everybody. So with that being said, it's just nice seeing how things just kind of play out. And now looking back, you can see why things happened the way they did and how you could impossibly make things better and all that kind of stuff. But it's a lot of reflecting, but it's really cool to kind of see how everything's evolved. (laughs) And how do you choose who you want to surround yourself with and kind of just decide whether someone is good to be in your life, someone may not have the best influence on you and just how do you curate your own space? So I'm really picky about the people that I put in my life. I make it very intentional just because I have been screwed over so many times with the same kind of people. I'm very protective of my energy. That is something that I value so much. And I know that there's only a limited amount of it. And I know that's for everybody. And everyone should also do the same thing. You shouldn't be so focused on how many friends, but more so the quality of them. And if they're not around right now, then so be it. Like that, then a future time is better for new friends to come into your life. I just can tell. I think it's been many years of just seeing what kind of friend I want in my life, like developing those characteristics of who I see being, whether that's relationship, friendship, just family, you get to choose your family as well. So even some family members who don't necessarily align with my values, then so be it. Then I can love you from a distance. It's stuff like that. And those are things that you have to mindfully do. And it may be easier said than done, but definitely it's important to protect yourself. It really, really is. I can just tell when someone has good energy and someone has bad energy. And it really is just about trusting your gut, trusting your heart. What has this person done in the past? And it is about being logical as well. It's like, how long is this even going to last? Should I keep forgiving you over and over again? Or is that not rationally? Okay, what have you done to me? So it takes some time to really sit there and step out of yourself and be like, what is this person attributed to my life. And sometimes you may be the bad apple yourself. Maybe I just don't vibe with this person and maybe my energy does not match with this person and that's okay. And people don't realize that. And I feel like people always feel, oh, like I need to make this friendship work. I need to make this happen. And it just, it's unrealistic. Maybe there's a different time and place for that. Maybe five years down the road, it's what you guys need in order to be friends again. But for me, I don't put pressure on stuff like that. It's really cut and dry for me. I've never had a point in my life where I was like, oh, I'm tugging onto this friendship 
relationship. I'm not sure if I'm going to lose something. I just don't worry about that because there's people coming to your life for a reason, season, lifetime. Like that whole quote. I genuinely live by that. And if my family is all I need right now, then that's all that I need right now. So I don't try and like force them to be like, oh, who needs to be my friend? But obviously I would want that friendship. I want that connection. I want that quality time, but I'm not going to waste it. I'm not going to waste my energy on something that's not also going to be mutually beneficial. Being in a creative space and then also being someone who's pursuing a non-traditional path and people would do directly out of high school. How has comparison been for you and what do you do in just that whole area of comparison? Yeah, comparison is definitely a hard topic for anyone to talk about because whether we like to believe it or not, you're always comparing. It's the small things. It's not even things that you'd want to compare against someone else or whatever. You, We just naturally do it as humans, but it's important to recognize if your comparison is coming up out of a place of like, oh, I want to better myself or if it's like jealousy and you're feeling sad and you're feeling anxious because of the comparisons that you're making. Being on social media obviously has a lot of comparison driven motives. I feel like everyone's like, oh, her body's different than mine or her numbers are larger than mine. His looks are better than mine. It's overwhelming and you pick and choose your battles and everything I like to say. So if social media isn't making you happy, mute the people that you don't want to look at, unfollow them. It's not as deep as we have to make it. It really isn't. These days, I guess the generation that I live in, people just overthink stuff too much when it's a really simple question. Is this person adding value into my life and making me happy? If not, cut for right now. Talk to you in two months when I'm feeling mentally better because sometimes you may feel just innately jealous of this person. And if that's not making you feel good, even if it is not even their fault at all, just unfollow them. You don't have to be like, oh my God, now she has better. Because then now you're admitting hate. Now you're admitting like jealousy. Now you're admitting all of these negative emotions. And that's not helping anybody. It's just comparison. I mean, you're always going to be surrounded by it, but you get to pick and choose what you compare yourself to and like how you're going to make that make yourself into a better person from that. Or are you just going to like wallow in it and be like, oh, I hate myself because that's, there's no, there's no room for that. <laughs> for sure. I wanted to shift gears and ask you just about your content and what your motive is behind your Not in College Diaries. So throughout my course of YouTube, it's always been very, oh, college videos and all this stuff. And even when I was in high school, it was always so much of like, oh my God, but this person is moving into college and what's in my backpack? And I love that whole aspect of college, but no one has ever kind of done, or like there's not many, very few that I can like look up and like look at and be like, oh, who took a gap year? Who's not in college and who's taking the non-traditional path? And that's not out there right now. That's not a field that people see because a lot of the times people think if you didn't go to college, if you didn't study abroad or do something super, super great with your education post high school, it's like you failed. And I wanted to show that that's not the truth. And anyone, even if it's for financial reasons, maybe you don't want to go to school, maybe you want to take a different path, that it's possible. And you can so do it no matter what you look like, your age, it doesn't matter. So that's definitely my goals with the Not in College Diaries. I love it so much and I love how so many people can resonate with it and be like, oh my gosh, I'm in college, but like, I still love this. I'm saying same thing with you. That's so funny. But people don't show that. So I'm like, okay, how am I going to shift this and how can I make my own content unique, but also have my meanings behind it? Like if anything, human connection is the most important thing to me with my content creation. And if this is something that brings humans together, the simple as that, it works. (laughs) Just in a more general picture, what do you hope to contribute with your content slash what are you already working towards contributing to the world and just to your followers? 
definitely, again, it's the human connection aspect. That's something that's priceless. That's not something you can buy. I think it can be very easy to spot content creators and influencers who are kind of all about the money, all about just getting bigger numbers and growing on this meritocracy of social media. It's not fun. It's not fun to look at. And we kind of lose the simplicity of just connecting with another human, whether if that is through a screen, that's what everyone's been doing this year anyway. I just really hope to achieve, which I feel like I've done already. I just have such a close knit bond with my subscribers and the people who watch me and my quote unquote fans. I really do take the time to, again, like do podcast episodes like this. If I have an hour to slide someone in, I will do it. It's really those simple gestures of being able to connect with the people who've actually supported you since day one. That's so important to me. And I know that's making a difference. Whether if that is taking out 30 minutes to just do a podcast, something like that, that's enough for me. Whether if that is answering a DM about like acting or graduating earlier, not going to college, if I can do that, I'm going to do that. That's something that I can so easily do on my end. And if that's achievable, I can do that and make that person feel better, more accomplished, feel like they have a sense of path, guidance, older sister advice, you know? Yeah. And what is your biggest big sister piece of advice that you give to people that you constantly share? That's a good one. I always ask people this question on my podcast, but then I'm thinking, I'm like, oh shit, like what's mine? I have no idea. But I really do think my biggest piece of advice, and this is this can go for so many other things, but really do trust what your inner self is telling you. Because at the end of the day, your soul is what you've got. For real. Quote unquote, when you die, how dark, whatever. Like there's still that soul there. There's still that inner child. There's still that person who is longing to achieve these things. We have an inner soul and it's about speaking to that. That's really, really important. So follow what you want to do. If someone's telling you that you can't do something, this is again, like a cheesy rant, but it's so for real. You can do whatever you want in this world. You can come from the darkest like place ever and still rise up to the top, even if it takes a little bit more effort, even if it takes a bigger support system that you don't currently have right now. I just don't like when people are pessimistic because it can be really easy as people of color and women of color to just kind of say the odds are against us. Everything's stacked against us. I can't be a leader of a business because of my skin color. And I'm like, that's so not true. I'm like, guess what? And as hard as it is, because I mean, look, I'm a woman of color too. I would love to victimize myself all day and be like, I can't do this because X, Y, and Z, like the world is against me. But also there's a certain level of just believing in yourself and believing in the people around you. And also, don't you want to show your community that you can do like anything that you want to do? That's so much more inspiring than being like, I can't do this because I'm broke. So as hard as it is to say, because I do come from a privileged background in the sense that I went to a performing arts school, like I was able to dance when I was younger, like, but I also have the things that are stacked up against me that could have toppled me down from not going to New York City. You know, there's so many things that could have been stacked up against me. Don't let the things that have influenced you to to probably have like an unsuccessful life. Don't let them control your goals. Don't let it control your future. You can always create your future. And it's really as simple as that. So speak to that inner soul and create your future. And I feel like that's the biggest thing because again, listening to all the noise is not gonna help anything. Choose those specific friends that are going to keep you like grounded and keep you moving and keep you successful. And just, yeah, just keep moving forward. And like, also just don't take shit too seriously. Like just move forward, move forward. If someone's hurting you, cut. It's really as simple as that. So if you wanna start a business, start a business. If you want to start a YouTube channel, start it. You don't have to have professional quality camera or like anything like that. Just do it. It's really as simple and as complicated as that. Yeah. Have you ever had a time that you can think of or that comes to mind where someone did shut you down and there was just a moment of doubt because of some of what someone else had said? 
I'm trying to think of like a specific moment, but I feel like I really can't just because I really am at a point where I just don't care what people say to a point where it's like, yes, I will take in constructive criticism and whatever. But like when it comes to what I want to do, I don't really listen to what someone has to say about it. If I want to do something, I'm going to do it. So I do remember just kind of generally because I was graduating early and I had spent so much time growing up with the class that I was with. And then last minute I switched to the senior class, skipped the grade essentially, and just kind of decided to graduate. And so everyone was just kind of like, but why aren't you spending your senior year here? Why don't you want to spend an extra year here? There's no reason to graduate early when you can get free classes here. I've heard that from teachers. I heard that from students, like friends of mine being like, why are you rushing your senior year? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? And I was like, I mean, I want, I just want to, <laughs> like, it was one of those things. And I lost so many friends along the way, just because jealousy can just get to people. That's the thing. It's like, if I'm bothering you, even if it is because I'm successful and doing quote unquote better than you, unfollow me. If that hurts you so bad that, that you need your time to be alone and like not see my content, then so be it. But don't stress yourself out and then start calling me names and then start going behind my back and talking about me on social media. Cause you look like the stupid one. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm saying like, you look so dumb. That's why I never waste my energy on stuff like that. If someone's just not making me feel good, even if it comes from my own inner demons of me being jealous or something like that, then I can just push it away. Why add to the noise? Why be super like extra and do all that stuff? So that's why when people are like, oh, shutting me down and this and this and this, I'm like, that says so much more about you than it does about me. So I don't care. So that's why I can't even bring up to you like a specific incident or like something like that because I just don't care. Like in a, in a very nice way, I don't care. <laughs> And on the other side of things, if someone was feeling that way and they were like, I just can't be following you right now, how do you take it? Because you have such a mature perspective of curating what is best for you. I mean, look, it's your freaking decision. Like so many people have that app where they see like where when people unfollow them and when people block them and like, I don't have it. I don't care. Even if you're my best friend and you just don't feel like looking at my content that week, because say you're not in a good mental space, unfollow me, follow me back next week. I don't care. I really don't care. And same thing with who I follow. I follow who I want to follow because I want to follow them. I'm not going to follow you because I feel bad for you. You know what I'm saying? It's what I want to see on my social media feed. And social media was supposed to be that purpose anyway. Who said that following your friend on social media is like, what's determining your friendship i have so many like good friends in my life that i don't even follow on social media just because i just don't want to see their content it's not content that i'm inspired by it's different content and that shouldn't justify my friendship with them you know what i'm saying i feel like people just put social media on this pedestal and it's like oh like we're friends so like we follow each other and i'm like no that's why so many people like say they're following like six thousand people i'm like do you even know these people i'm like you don't even talk to these people you don't like what and that's all the inner noise that's so much noise that you can just so filter out because it's like some random influencer model is like making you feel insecure about yourself and you don't even have any like genuine connection to them like do they inspire you in any way if not why do you follow them it just doesn't make sense so I don't really care so if someone like wants to unfollow me because I'm not making them feel good maybe it is something that I said that maybe rubbed them the wrong way talk to me about it if you don't want to follow me after that that's fine too I'm so chill to a point where it's like I don't like there's no reason for me to have like inner hate for someone who unfollowed me like if you just didn't feel good that week and you don't want to follow that's fine I'm so not bothered by it yeah I love that perspective and thank you so much for coming on today and just sharing oh my your experience <laughs> of course of course thank you so much for reaching out I definitely wanted to take some time and come on for sure <laughs> And that was my episode with Jada Jones. Again, I really, really hope you enjoyed it. 
Her persona actually really reminded me of an episode I made a while back, which was Let's Talk Mentors, I think, like learning from the different people in your life. And in that episode, I share how important it is to be able to just learn from people who are older than you and younger than you. And first of all, just talking to her the first time around, I was like, this is such great advice. But then again, editing it and listening through it one more time, I really, truly took so many things away. And I loved how she shared of just the importance of making sure that what you are consuming on media, the people that you have in your everyday life, are people who truly inspire you and not to feel weird or feel like someone who has a grudge on you if they don't want to see your content every day. So I really do feel like this was a great life lesson and I'm so grateful to have been able to learn from her. So thank you Jada for coming on and thank you for everyone who listened to this episode. If you like what you hear, please leave a rating and or review. It helps me a lot and I'd really appreciate it. And also let's go continue the conversation over on Instagram. So thank you so much for listening and I will see you guys next time. Bye.